0: This morning, uh, joining me on the line is Alex Kelly. That's where she's, uh, she is currently in her business, Flower Child, which is a welcome distraction from some pretty big challenges she's faced in her life so far. Alex, good morning to you.
1: Good morning, how
0: are you? Do you know I'm in flying form. Whereabouts in the world are you?
1: Um, I'm on the Carlow Leash border, so...
0: Controversial.
1: Uh, technically living in Leash, but a Carlo address, so it's kind of confusing.
0: Are you Are you in Grey Cullen as you go over the bridge?
1: Um, Ballock Moiler. Oh,
0: because the, the border kind of weaves in and out, doesn't it? Or along, along that line. Yeah. So there's, there's people in Greg who are supporting Leash in the football.
1: Yeah, it gets kind of controversial.
0: It does. Once you cross that bridge into Greg, there'll be murders, as they say. <laughs> I went to college in Carlos, so I have a little bit of knowledge. I used to live in, in Governey Square, so it was actually a, on the bridge, on the Barrow. So ah, So I know, yeah. I know a little bit about it. Tell us a little bit about Flower Child.
1: Um, So it's a brand that started as a creative outlet during the pandemic. So I started just an online blog during um, 2021, talking about my lifestyle, my um, hobby, which is gardening. And um, now it has kind of organically turned into a whole company that um, I make um, and sell aromatherapy home fragrance products.
0: And you've had a busy week this week?
1: Yeah, so I was actually at Showcase Ireland um, from Saturday. I've never been at any, like, um, craft fair even or, like, exhibition. So kind of threw myself in the deep end going to the RDS um being put on front of thousands of buyers and everything. But um, it was a successful event anyway. It has definitely helped grow the business. We got um, 14 new retailers um, over the three days. So wow. it definitely helped grow it.
0: No, I I've, I've been to that showcase in the RDS and there are row after row after row of people selling similar products. How do you how do you differentiate yourself and get people to to stock your product?
1: Um I guess with my product a lot has to do with um me standing behind it, and um, portraying my character and my story. Um but along with that, um I think it's down to the quality of your product as well and um, whether your display can stand out. And um, whether when people pick up your product, it's something that catches their attention and they go, oh, yeah, that is fit in my store. Or even some people coming over and saying, I know a store that that would be fabulous in, that they're passing me along to other people and um, that might not have attended the event. But um, what we gathered from the event was you have to be present, you have to bring your own energy and you have to connect with the buyer on like a human level.
0: So you you're not drop shipping in other words you're not getting products branded elsewhere and bringing them in but you're you're saying this is my product I make it I love it and yeah. and you talk about your story what is tell me the the story
1: So um I have lived most of my life with epilepsy um so when I was 11 years old I had my first epileptic seizure um from there it spiraled out of control um, and by the age of 13 I was having 40 and um, convulsive seizures every day. So my life got turned upside down pretty quickly. Um, but at the age of 13, I got um, diagnosed with cortical dysplasia. So this means that the cells in the frontal lobe of my brain were just growing wrong. So it was creating a mass in my brain so they could operate on that and remove majority of the mass. Um, so when I was 13, that, that did help my quality of life a lot. Um, it obviously reduced the seizures uh, to a more manageable level, so I could kind of continue on with life, return to school, return to education, things like that. Um, and I was only having nocturnal seizures. Um, that was all going amazingly. I again, like I started the brand, I started uh, living my life to the fullest. Um, threw myself into gardening. Gardening has always been my passion and my kind of like safe space. Um, so got madly into that, started the blog coming up to 2021, fast forward now, um, started the blog, started building my brand. Um, I even started working um, an internship in the college I studied in, so I also studied in SETU Carlo, the same as yourself. Um, but then in 2023, my life got turned upside down and kind of the rug pulled from under my feet. So the start of 2023, January 2023, I had a major um, convulsive seizure again, Um, but this one, it didn't stop. So normally seizures will last a couple of minutes, three to four minutes, um, and then stop on their own, they'll resolve themselves, but um, this one didn't. So I was after being in a seizure for multiple hours by the time my family found me the next morning in my bed, and still convulsing. So... After that, I was um, obviously brought into hospital, brought down to Kilkenny and to refus, um And then three days later, I regained consciousness. Um, so I was left with a brain injury after that. Now, brain injuries are amazing in the fact that the way they can heal themselves and recover themselves. So although I did have like a month of like complete fogginess and confusion, my memory was um, definitely damaged, but all resolved itself um, over the next coming months. But what I didn't expect was for the seizures I had experienced as a child that spiralled out of control, they also all returned. So I was having um, up to 40 partial seizures um, every day yet again. This is in 2023 Um, and the doctors were struggling to control it. So I was being given all the emergency medicines to try and control my seizures to stop them. It had turned my life from like I was in 2022 uh, living kind of like my best life, so excited to enter 2023 and start to grow the brand and like become the entrepreneur I'd always kind of like dreamed of um, and just li- I didn't see living my life in this state um, but then 2023 came and suddenly um, I had to quit my um, job in the college, obviously I couldn't attend if I was having seizures all the time um, and suddenly I couldn't even sleep alone. I had to, um, my mum would have to stay with me at night if my friends weren't staying with me and um, because somebody would have to be there to monitor my seizures um, and administer extra medication when I needed it and um, to make sure I was safe all night and stuff like this. Um, but. The main thing I didn't let happen was, I guess, um, my dreams fall away. Um, So in between all the sickness, I was still trying to put as much focus as I could on on continuing to, like, let Flower Child do its own thing and continue on. I guess it was a slower path than I expected, but to make sure I was putting the focus back on any piece of normality I could to um, continue to grow the brand. So I wasn't in the place of my dreams, should I say, but I was still um, in my spare time or in my, as I call it, my healthy time, I was um, simultaneously growing the brand in the background. Um, But then if we fast forward through 2023, bringing up to um, July, I was cleared for surgery. So that was amazing news for myself. Um, I was cleared for brain surgery. They would go into um, the original site where they'd done the first surgery um, and they were going to um, use brain mapping to determine where um, would be affected. So it was so close to my motor centre that they needed to use brain mapping to determine what was safe to operate and what wasn't. So um, I knew the risks going in. I knew I could lose power in my left side. Um, but at that stage, I was having so many seizures um, every day. I um, committed to... Um the surgery, and I said, no, it's worth the risk. um I need to regain my quality of life um so I went for surgery, so in July, I had my first surgery of this year of this past year um and I woke up after surgery with no power in my left side, so that was that was scary to say the least to wake up to that um I guess I felt a lot um of frustration at myself to go. Oh, you chose this, and now you have no power in the left side. But the surgeons were so amazing in their reassurance that that would come back. Um, so, over the next couple of weeks, I slowly did regain um, power in my left side. It is amazing how the body can heal itself. Like I said before, the way the brain can rebuild itself is just, it still shocks me. So, um, once those neural pathways started to regenerate, my um, arm began to. Or began to regain function um until it went into reverse. So what happened was all the function I had regained started to reverse and I was losing more and more function every day. Um, so obviously we immediately got in contact with um, the doctors, the surgical team and they said okay now you need to come straight in and um, so rushed back up to Beaumont Hospital and um, in for scans, in for blood tests, etc., and they realised I had swelling in the brain. So yes. I had to go in for a second surgery for a washout. So this is in August now. Um, I had to go in for another surgery, and um, they took samples um, of each layer as they went into the um, surgical site, and then sent them off to pathology. So then, in the next um, in the next um, few days. We got the results back to say, um, yes, I had an infection in my brain and I had meningitis, so then I was on high-dose antibiotics, IV antibiotics, for 12 weeks after that. So my body was put through a lot um, during that treatment. Um, Three times a day, IV antibiotics. That was very harsh on the system. Um, And then after I had actually bad reaction to those antibiotics um, a couple of weeks in that meant I had to switch antibiotics again. Now I myself unfortunately I'm allergic to penicillin so I had to and the the antibiotics they could use obviously was limited and so they had to um, find an antibiotic that would work with me and but also strong enough to treat the meningitis. So I had to quit um my SSRIs quit or like stop taking my SSRIs which are used for um depression and anxiety. Um so they had to take me off them cold turkey. So I went through withdrawals from them along with the treatment for um the infection itself. And um, so that was another kind of twist to the journey that took another toll on my body. Of course. Alex. But yeah. a couple of weeks later I was I was home, I was back with my family. Huh. Um I'm now seizure free, going into surgery. It was supposed to be um seizure reduction that was the goal. That was my expectation. I'm now living life seizure free. This was like never a possibility in my eyes like huh. things like driving. That was never on my radar. Starting a family like um the amount of seizures I was having, um it wouldn't have been safe for me to like Start a family. I couldn't play with my nieces the past year. Like I couldn't, like pick up. Like my brothers had new babies. I couldn't hold them. There was things like that that were kind of like taken away. But then once I made the decision to go for surgery, trust the surgeons, trust their like, um, their direction. My life has absolutely turned back around, but also improved tenfold.
0: But you loved your business so much. You you were what did, what were you doing before surgery with the business?
1: So. Yeah, before surgery. (laughs) So kind of what has got me through this past year of 2023, I decided when I started to notice my health deteriorating, I said, okay, I'm going to live with epilepsy. I'm not going to let epilepsy define me. So I made a strong decision that any time I could, I would be either making my candles, which against my mother's better judgment, (laughs) obviously I was working with hot wax and having seizures. And (laughs) so... She wasn't too happy about that, but she would supervise and support me through it. Um, I was either making stock or I was um, contacting retailers to try and get my stock on shelves. Um, so I knew I was going to... Well, my aim was always to go for the surgery later in the year. So what I'd done was I spent all that time beforehand trying to build up stock, build up um, product. So that meant when I went in for surgery... Um, my family could fulfil the orders, ship out the stuff, um, and my company would still stay on the trajectory it was. They
0: must, they must have thought like, you were mad, Alex.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Absolutely insane. They, they they definitely thought I was insane. But it was my way of coping, see. It was my way of saying, like, this isn't over. This this isn't going to stop me. Like, I'm not going to take this line down. I'm still going to, like, my dream was always to have my own company. So I was like, no, it's not stopping my dreams. I'm still following them. So even when I was in hospital, I was in um, the epilepsy monitoring unit in uh, Beaumont at one stage. And that's a place where they try and... Um, so um, you're put on an EEG machine, um, so they can obviously see all your brain activity, but they um, the aim of that um, unit is to induce as much seizures as you can um, in obviously a controlled way, but to induce as many seizures as possible to get a very clear reading on where the seizure activity is coming from within your brain. Right. Um, but even during that time, so I was in there for a week, but um, even during that time, I had brought up certain like, um, so like I'm, at that time, was making all my own packaging, so I'd brought up all the labels that needed to be cut out and everything. And every day, I was sitting up in that bed, um, even like simultaneously having the seizures. But I was like, "No, I to make these labels." I'm I'm sorry I'm for laughing, but it's just
0: <laughs> the vision of that, <laughs> of you seizing and working at the same time. And it's fair to say that everybody's epilepsy is different. Everybody, it's Epilepsy is a, a real catch-all term for a number of different types of seizures, whether they be full tonic, colonic seizures, clonic seizures, uh, grand mal, or they may be milder seizures, medication, etc. So everybody experiences it in a different way.
1: Completely, yes. It's so um, tailored to the person, like even Different people I've met, I've never met somebody that has like the exact same symptoms as me and the exact same experience. It is so different and so diverse.
0: I'm just thinking of people who are in the in the ward as well, <laughs> passing by, saying, oh, that, <laughs> "Look at that poor girl cutting up cardboard." <laughs> yeah, and like um, just, that, that
1: week I had 62 seizures and I still got my labels done. <laughs>
0: Well, look, if anybody wants to know more about your, your amazing story and see the amazing garden and see a picture of your lovely Nana as well, who helped plant that garden, you can go to flowerchild.ie. Yeah. And Epilepsy Day is on February 12th. Alex Kelly from Flowerchild, thanks for joining us this morning.